Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is happening? Welcome to another episode of the Nintendo Powercast. I'm your host, N64 Josh, and today we are jumping right in to The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, everything we know up until this point. And we're going to get into some theories as well. So first up, we're going to be talking about new abilities and mechanics. Map coordinates. The game's map now has coordinates, longitude, latitude, and altitude, making it easier to describe and locate specific areas in Hyrule. This feature will enable players to navigate through the vast world of the game more easily. It's going to be kind of cool when you're playing with friends or you're, you're, you're wanting to let somebody know, hey, this is what I just found right here, or this is where this, uh, you know, if, if we've got... The shrines again, I found one right here at these coordinates. It's going to be super helpful for that. So pretty cool addition. We've also got some new areas, the Sky Islands. One of the most intriguing new features in Tears of the Kingdom is the introduction of Sky Islands, elevated areas that float above the clouds. 
These areas have unique features such as yellow trees, which offer a striking contrast against the blue sky. The trailer showed Link gliding and exploring these areas, which suggests that they will be a major part of the game's exploration. I don't know about you, but I was getting some serious Skyward Sword vibes from these areas and the theories that go along with this. It's pretty wild, especially looking at the timelines and where Breath of the Wild may fall in the timeline and how Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom could essentially be a new starting path for the entire timeline. So it's very interesting stuff. Very interesting that we're going to be back up in the sky. A lot of theories, a lot of speculation around this. And we're going to talk more about that for sure. They showed off some new enemies, the constructs. Constructs are a new type of enemy that resemble smaller, less intimidating guardians. They are made of Zonai tech. They are made of Zone tech, as evidenced by the items they drop when destroyed. The trailer showed Link battling these enemies, suggesting that they will pose significant challenges for the players. And we're going to be looking more at the Zonai later on in this episode. Weapon degradation. I said it slowly because we saw right off the bat that branches were breaking. Weapon degradation, which was a feature in Breath of the Wild, will return in Tears of the Kingdom. However, some weapons may be more durable than before, which will provide players with a wider range of choices. Now, this next ability, Fuse, may help with the weapon degradation some. This Fuse is a new ability that allows Link to stick objects together to create new items or weapons. This feature provides various crafting possibilities and ways to solve problems, making the game more immersive. Right off the bat, they got weird. They put a giant rock on the end of the stick, just made it into a massive hammer. Then they put a pitchfork on the end of a stick, and it was incredibly long. I mean, we're talking probably the longest spear I've ever seen in a Zelda game. And it's going to make for some really interesting gameplay choices. And honestly, I cannot wait to see what the, the community comes up with as a whole when it comes to fusing and using some of these new abilities. I think it's going to be quite interesting and very entertaining. Recall, another new ability. Recall enables Link to rewind an object's movements, allowing him to ride fallen rocks back up to sky islands or trap enemies under debris. This feature will provide players with more options in solving puzzles and navigating the world. And that's one of the things to really think about is the kind of puzzles that we could be seeing with these abilities. And that's what gets me the most excited. It's, you know, we had we had the abilities right off the bat with the Sheikah Slate, and you could kind of tell the direction a lot of these puzzles were going to go. But this kind of opens up a brand new and like a like just a whole new world of of puzzles and the way we solve them. And that to me is very excited, and I'm looking forward to that aspect of it. The Ultra Hand, another new ability. Ultra Hand is another new ability that lets Link build boats or hovercrafts for faster traversal by sticking materials together with a gooey green substance. This ability will allow players to explore Hyrule's vast waterways more easily. 
Interesting note with the Ultra Hand. This is not the first time we've seen this in a game. In fact, you can find the Ultra Hand in Splatoon and Animal Crossing. And this is actually a toy that goes way back into Nintendo's history. So if you want more information on the Ultra Hand, I do suggest looking it up because it's it's pretty cool. And uh, also it's crazy that toys like that could be made back in the day and they were so popular, but they were. And Nintendo made a number of toys. So uh, go, go and check that out online and see for yourself. Ascend, another new ability. Ascend allows Link to leap through overhead surfaces and appear on the level above them. This feature will make it easier for players to reach high up areas and explore the game's verticality. And it's interesting. I was talking with a few people about this right off the bat. And some people were actually a little bit almost like bummed out to see this because I think right off the bat, it gets people thinking, well, it used to be that we would have to climb you know, in Breath of the Wild, you'd have to climb, hopefully have enough stamina, hopefully avoid rain or weather or whatever the case was. Now you can just kind of shoot right up to the top and it's not that big a deal. But that doesn't mean that every area is going to have the ability to get like into a cave and use that ceiling. They said it had to have a ceiling. So I assume there's still going to be plenty of mountains that we have to traverse the, the old fashioned way. And won't be able to uh, just use Ascend on them. The other thing is, because we have so much happening above Hyrule, there's going to be plenty of areas, I would assume, that we won't even have to climb to or use Ascend. We'll be able to glide to them by, by leaping from some of the Sky Islands. So, so it's going to be interesting the way they have this map set up and how we can traverse it. And maybe it will be faster. Maybe it will be quicker. I don't know that that necessarily is a bad thing or makes it easier, but it may open up the opportunity for us to get places a little bit quicker, which would be nice. Skydiving. The game brings back paragliding mechanics from breath of the wild, enabling players to jump or fall from the floating islands and dive straight down for, or free fall to enjoy the view. This feature adds an extra layer of immersion to the game, allowing players to experience the thrill of exploration. And I will say it does look pretty cool watching Link go into that, uh, that, that free fall just with his arms spread and just looking at the, looking at Hyrule under, underneath him, like the, the, the landscape and the views are gorgeous. And so it's cool being able to see them from that perspective. Now, we're going to jump into some speculations and theories. The first of which is going to be the significance of colors in past Zelda games. Blue represents magic wisdom and Zelda herself. Yellow usually represents desert levels and electricity. It is unclear if these colors hold deeper meaning in tears of the kingdom. However, the trailer showcased the prominent use of yellow in the sky islands, which may be an indication of its importance in the game's story. Link's glowing hand in Tears of the Kingdom is an intriguing detail that has sparked many theories among fans, and we did a whole show about it. In previous games, the back of Link's hand is where the Triforce symbol is usually located. However, in the gameplay trailer of Tears of the Kingdom, his hand glows in a bright yellow color on the back, where the Triforce symbol would usually appear. Many fans have speculated that the yellow glow represents the courage aspect of the Triforce, 
which is associated with the dragon Furore. Furore is one of the three golden goddesses who created the world of Hyrule. And in the Zelda lore, she is said to be responsible for creating life and nature. The color yellow is also associated with electricity, and in Breath of the Wild, the electric dragon Forash is often seen in the yellow hue. The glowing yellow hand may be linked to Furore and the electricity dragon in Tears of the Kingdom, indicating that Link's quest may involve harnessing the power of electricity to overcome challenges and obstacles. And it could also mean that Link's connection to the Triforce of Courage will play a significant role in the story, possibly leading to a confrontation with Ganon. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I've also seen some speculation from Johnny Bo, which I know we'll talk about more on the regular show about the possibility that Link may be flying these dragons. And that would be very interesting and also would be a lot of fun. You'll have to let me know some of your thoughts. Of course, if you're watching this on YouTube in the comments, or if you're listening, your podcast player will have a question that you can answer right there. The Melting Master Sword. One of the most interesting and mysterious moments in the Tears of the Kingdom trailer is the melting of the Master Sword. The Master Sword is a legendary weapon in the Zelda franchise, often referred to as the Blade of Evil's Bane. It's the only weapon capable of defeating Ganon, and in Breath of the Wild, it is a central part of the story. In the trailer, we see Link wielding the Master Sword, but then the blade starts to melt, leaving Link without his most reliable weapon. This could indicate that the Master Sword may not be as effective against the enemies in Tears of the Kingdom, and the players may need to find alternative means to defeat Ganon. 
Alternatively, the melting of the Master Sword may signal that Link will need to go on a quest to restore it to its former glory. This could involve finding a way to reforge the blade, repairing it with specific materials, or completing a series of challenges to prove his worthiness to wield the legendary weapon. Of course, the jokes online are that the Master Sword breaks after one hit, and therefore it is the most useless weapon in the game because even sticks last longer than that. Now, obviously that can't be the case. And I do wonder if we aren't going to go on some kind of quest to restore it. I also have so many questions about the potential of time travel in this game and what that can mean for the overall timeline. Time travel is, is nothing new to the Zelda series as we've seen in link to the past and Ocarina of time. So what can that mean for the master sword? What does that mean for link? Where, where does he, where does he travel? Where does he go? What does he have to do in order to restore this blade? Because my assumption is that we will need it in order to complete this game and defeat Ganon links appearance. Link's appearance in Tears of the Kingdom is a departure from his traditional design in previous Zelda games. In the gameplay trailer, we see that Link has longer hair, tattoos on his arms, and a black arm possibly cursed or tattooed. These design choices have sparked many theories among fans, with some speculating that they may hold significant plot points. The tattoos on Link's arm have led some fans to speculate that he may have been initiated into a tribe or group of people in Hyrule. The black arm could indicate a curse or an injury, which could play a crucial role in the game's story. It could also be purely aesthetic with the developers opting for a more edgy and unconventional design for Link. After breaking down the original E3 2021 trailer, it seems to me that that hand that looks like it's, like it's holding Ganon and keeping the Malice at bay is what Link ends up uh, having attached to his own arm and then becomes very similar to the Sheikah Slate. That is my assumption on how this is going to how this is going to go down. And then the deterioration of the master sword could potentially be that the link we're seeing is far in the future. And that is why his hair is so much longer. It's also why he's, uh, you know, his, he, we see him in different stages where he's not really wearing armor. He's kind of just running around in a cloth. So there's a, there's a lot of interesting things going on because the cover of the game shows link in his blue armor. But then later in like this gameplay trailer, we see him in a, a different, he just, he looks different, hairs longer. And to me, that would speak about the future. We also see Zelda falling, which has a few people speculating that she may even die. While others think that there's a chance that we might see more of her in the game and even play as her. Now, if she falls to her death, Time may then, or time travel may then be an element to this game to go back and stop what took place that caused her demise. Get back into this here. More theories and speculations. The return of Ganondorf. One of the most notable absences in Breath of the Wild was the iconic villain Ganondorf. However, with the return of Hyrule Castle and Zelda's mention of Calamity Ganon in the gameplay footage, many fans are speculating that Ganondorf might make a return in Tears of the Kingdom. Some even speculate that he may be the central antagonist of the game. 
possibly revived or awakened by Calamity Ganon. Now, to me, that initial E3 trailer, 2023, we see what looks like Ganondorf being held at bay by that hand. Now, maybe that hand is losing strength as the calamity is resurrecting Ganondorf. And that is why Link has to intervene. And that hand ends, ends up on his, or that whole arm becomes part of Link as Ganondorf is fully resurrected by the Calamity. I assume this is early on in the game and it's going to kind of set the tone, which I assume is going to be a darker tone throughout the entire game. But that, as I think about that more, I, my gut feeling is that's the direction this game will go, is that that hand is unable to keep Ganondorf at bay any longer because of the calamity and Link has to step in to essentially defeat Ganon again with the help of whatever that magic arm is. And that's, that's the direction I think the game is heading, but we will have to find out. The Zone tribe, the Zone, an ancient tribe believed to have vanished long ago, have been hinted at in previous Zelda games, but have never been fully explored. In the gameplay trailer, we see a new enemy. Constructs seem to be made of Zonai technology or Zone technology. Additionally, some of the Sky Islands have a distinct Zone aesthetic with statues and symbols reminiscent of the tribe. It's possible that the Zone tribe will have a significant role in the game's story, that they will be a major source of the game's new technology and mechanics. And again, even just looking at the current logo, it looks like their technology is tied in to the Master Sword. And in some cases, it looks as if their technology is completing the sword itself and rebuilding it so that the blade that is melted is being then rebuilt by the Zone technology. And also the fact that this is something that's been hinted at or this, this, this ancient tribe has been hinted at for so long and now we're going to finally get to learn more about them. And I do have a feeling they're going to be a key component in, in defeating Ganon. Again, just my, just my gut feeling. Now let's talk a little bit more about Zelda. The initial trailer, it looks like she's far more involved with things. And my hope is that we finally get to see and get to play as Zelda. Now we got to experience what playing with her was like, uh, what playing as her was like in Hyrule Warriors, but in an actual Legend of Zelda game to be able to play as her, I think it would be fantastic, especially if she has the Sheikah Slate or you know some different moves. Maybe she's she's super strong. I don't know. There would be. It would just be great to finally be able to do that. And there's been talks of, you know, potential multiplayer and co-op, which I, I don't think, I think they would have told us about that potentially, but again, it's also a, a, a spoiler at that point or a potential spoiler. So maybe they couldn't, it's hard to say. And what is happening with Zelda at the beginning with the, with the rise of what looks like Ganondorf and her falling. Where does she end up? W what is her role in this new game? 
what's it going to mean for Link? It almost looks like he's gotten a lot more primal, you know, like he's kind of just uh, gotten a little rugged, letting his hair grow out. He hasn't got anybody to look nice for anymore. So it's really interesting how this, how this game is going to play out. And if, if the, the zone are going to help with potential time travel, maybe there's a chance to go back, get the master sword. That's not all melted and defeat Ganon at that point or Ganondorf at that point. So that that world doesn't crumble and Zelda doesn't fall. So many fun things to speculate about this game and these trailers that they've shown us. The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom promises to be an exciting addition to the beloved franchise with its new abilities, mechanics, potential storylines. The return of weapon degradation, along with new abilities like Fuse, Recall, Ultra Hand, and Ascend, will give players a new way to explore and interact with Hyrule. Speculation around Ganondorf's return and the significance of colors and symbols and the potential role of the Zonai tribe and Zelda herself only adds to the anticipation of the game's release. Fans of the franchise will only have to wait a little while longer. Looks like it's going to be worth it with Tears of the Kingdom. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Nintendo PowerCast. If you enjoyed it, please head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, leave a review, share it with a friend, and uh, quick note, we're going to be having a lot more fun with The Legend of Zelda making our way up to the launch of Tears of the Kingdom. Thanks again. We'll see you in the next one. Bye now. 